Welcome to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon on 1490 AM, WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who ride and those who inspire to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle. Yes, we are. And we're going to do that. Yes, we are. Who's our sponsors today, Deb? All right. Today's show sponsor is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, knees in the breeze, and do some social distancing, then hang on and let's get rolling. All right. We're doing the good old social distancing today. So we've got uh, a, a really interesting show lined up for you, Head. Nobody has any idea where it's going, but it's going to go somewhere. Yep. And it's going to go there fast and it's going to smoke some tires and do some crazy things like that i'm sure are we gonna do burnouts and all sorts of fun stuff like that yeah probably so cool i'm looking forward to it so that everybody can see it live on the air as long as we're social distancing that's all that matters (laughs) we got to keep our distance of course we're not doing that on the radio not today anyway deb but we do have dutch van austin coming up and so what we want to do deb let's go ahead and introduce dutch okay Dutch is the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout, book number one in the series, the Life Behind Bars book series. And we are super excited that he is joining us today. But what I'm even more excited about is that he's got book number two on its way. That's cool. That's super cool. And if you haven't read book number one, you want to get it before book number two rolls off the shelf. And so definitely that's Dutch Van Alston, the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout. We're going to turn it over to Dutch, but we want you to stay tuned because we got some great information we want to pass on to you. So stay tuned. But right now, here is Dutch Van Austin in raw and unapologetic. And good evening, folks, as you drive home in this less and less traffic because of the coronavirus. Tis I, lover of motorcycles, eater of barbecue ribs, and all-around swell guy, speaking with you, with my two usual co-hosts, and they are Eloquence and Grace. And we speak from the sound studios known as Dutch's Man Cave, located in the penthouse of the sun coast of Florida. As stated, I am Dutch Van Alston. I am the author of Demons Rising, the story of the Wayward Scout. That is book number one in the Light Behind Bars book series. And I am, as always, raw and unapologetic. And I'm also the author of the soon-to-be-published book number two of the Light Behind Bars book series, Rebellious Youth, the Story of the Lost Child. I promise I'm going to get to a letter today. Hmm? No, I, I don't want to start with a letter. No. Shh. Go. Go. Just get me my drink. Leave me alone. Okay. I will get back to a letter in my own time. Okay? But as I stated last week, I'm getting ready to send Rebellious Youth to the editor. I have a signed contract with the publisher. After haggling a few little piffling points, but we worked it out, and it's a done deal. It is absolutely going to happen. Uh, I've been working on the cover. There's a very talented photographer locally. Her name is Jennifer... I'm going to botch this name. Zabaticus? Zabaticus? If I did, I've met her a couple times, but I, I don't remember her last name. I barely remember my last name. 
Um, she operates her own photo studio. She's known as Jay-Z the photographer, so I think I'm just going to continue to refer to her as Jay-Z so I don't, you know, keep butchering her name. Um, I hope to get a picture uh, of a guy, not me, because uh, this guy needs to be 15 years younger, 100 pounds lighter, and I mean, let's just say it, plain uh, better looking than me. Uh, but a guy with a badass looking bike riding over the Skyway Bridge. Um, and for those of you who don't live around here, that's the iconic bridge that connects Manatee County with Pinellas County while passing through Hillsborough County. So, yes, that stretch is quite long. Um, but there's a section of the bridge that arches like five stories up um, so the big cruise ships can pass it. And it's, I mean, it's a gorgeous view, really, really a glorious view. And it, it'll, it'll make a hell of a picture. Um, but first, my graphic designer needs to design the Rebellious Youth patch before I can even move forward with this picture, and she is working on that as well. Um, but oddly, I've already been laying the groundwork for book number three. I know it's grossly, gross, excuse me, I got an itch, I got an itch, grossly premature. It, it was only on my eyebrow. Please don't let your mind wander. Um, but all these ideas are just pouring out of my head. And I'm going to go in a different direction with this book. It's, it's going to be centered around uh, this biker guy who starts out life rough, really rough. But he straightens himself out right. He goes back to school and he becomes an architect. And then his old lady dies and uh, she leaves him to raise three boys all alone. Uh, but he meets this beautiful blonde biker chick and she too has three girls. She's freshly divorced. So she's all alone as well, until one day when this biker chick meets this guy, and they knew together they were much more uh, than a concept or an idea or a prediction of sorts. Then this whole ragtag group somehow forms a family, and they all went out to eat lunch. Yes, to eat lunch, to eat lunch. That's the way they all ended up out to lunch. But as the story is going to progress, the guy, the architect, is going to start having an affair with their maid. And the maid is dating this very jealous old school butcher. Um, so the guy turns his attention to his oldest stepdaughter because she's just plain hot. And they're not related. And I mean, she's just hot. She's like every teenage boy's dream. Um, but unfortunately, this teenager has the hots for her own stepbrother and often sneaks up in his attic bedroom. So that's going on. But one night, one night when the older brother and the older sister were out by their dog, Tiger's doghouse, uh, the youngest girl, the, the curly blonde with a lisp, uh, busts them in action and rats them out to her mom. And then, of course, the little blonde girl with the curls and the lisp, she gets a rep as a tattletale. And as you know, in the biker world, stitches get snitches. There, I got that backwards, didn't I? Snitches get stitches, right? And then she finds her kitty carryall doll's head under her pillow. And the story's just gonna grow from there. I'm just, I'm all excited about it, but I, I'm gonna keep working on it. So, uh, I saw a psychiatrist last week. Not mine, not mine, just one at work that has taken an, a really inordinate amount of interest in me. And he's always asking me to fill out these surveys and discuss ink blots and offering to give me medications and all that. I mean, he must really like me because he uh, he suggested as a stress reliever, which which I 
I'm under a lot of stress. I, I can't help it. But he said, just pick a day and make a running diary of each event and just, and just document it. I said, how, you know, how detailed do you want this to be? He said, just detailed, just everything you do, just throughout the day. And then he goes, and I thought, this is a great idea. It, it really is. He says, uh, then I could see what leads up to my stress. You know, he wants me to read the diary of the day and then take note of any anomalies or behavior that seem very atypical for me. So I picked Saturday and I'm going to take the time out um, and, and read to y'all what, uh, and tell me what you think, because I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. So I'm going to read it verbatim. Hold on here. Let me get it. There we go. All right. 3 a.m., which is typical for me in the morning. Uh, I wake up to my dogs licking my feet and my face. Uh, 3.02, drag my pain-ridden body to the side door and let them out. Uh, 3.03, I just pee in my yard rather than walk all the way back inside. Uh, 3.05 to 3.07, I click on the coffee maker, brush the scum off my teeth, and take my pills like any old man. Uh, 3.07 to 3.12, I rant and rave that I can't find the TV remote, and then I realized it was in my hand all along. Uh, 3.13, let the dogs in so they can eat and get their belly rubs. Okay, 3.14 to 3.31 uh, is personal, <laughs> personal, but trust me, it was not stressful, okay? We'll just leave it at that. Um, 3.32, finish coffee and eat a piece of toast and watch TV while the pain in my back dissipates. For those of you who don't know, I, I'm, in, I'm in a lot of pain just from the accidents over the years, and it takes me a while to get up and running. So 5.15, the pain is finally at an acceptable level so I can get in the shower. All right, let me get out page two here. 5.16, I get out because I forgot the soap in the kitchen. I was uh, I was trying to do an experiment from high school chemistry class the night before out in the kitchen. And uh, I mean, I mean, never mind. I, I got my soap. Um, 5.17 to 5.25. I'm just, I'm not going to go into detail, so I'm just going to say I just, it was like a scrub-a-dub-dub, -dub, and then I was off to get some grub. We'll just leave it at that. Five, I know he told me to be detailed, but, you know, come on. 5.25 to 6.15. I'm getting dressed, shave my head, uh, mentally processing the bad nightmares from the night before, and I wheel the old soft tail out of the man cave. 6.15 quietly exit the driveway in search of Bloody Mary's and Eggs Benedict. Okay. Seven o'clock, as I took my time getting there, I arrive at the Metro Diner in Sarasota. Uh, 701, order a Bloody Mary. 702, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 704, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 706, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 707, receive Bloody Mary. 707 and a half, drink Bloody Mary. 708, order a Bloody Mary. Okay, 709, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 710, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 711, uh, yep, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 712, I receive my Bloody Mary. 713, drink Bloody Mary and order eggs, Benny, sourdough toast, and, well, yep, another Bloody Mary. 7.15, ask where my Bloody Mary is. 7.17, I figure I'm improving there because it was a two-minute gap this time. But I did ask where my Bloody Mary was at 7.17. Uh, and at 
18. Hold on, let me get page three here. Bubbles, you're supposed to have this lined up for me. Thanks for nothing. Uh, 718, received the Bloody Mary. So as you can see, they're getting quicker. 720, <laughs> I received the wrong order. They gave me waffles, bacon, grits, and paella. I don't even know what paella is, and it looked and smelled horrible. Uh, 722, given a Bloody Mary on the house to shut me, uh, to appease me. 725, I ate the waffles, the bacon, the grits, and the paella, and drank the Bloody Mary. 727, my real order finally comes, and I order one more Bloody Mary. 729, I make a fort from all the celery stalks from all the Bloody Marys. Uh, 730, I use a salt and pepper shaker as soldiers to attack said fort. Uh, 731, old bags next to me shush me and my, uh, quote, their words, war noises. Uh, 732, my Bloody Mary comes. 733, I use the salary from this Bloody Mary as a mock penis extension aimed at the two old bats. Uh, they didn't like that. 735, I eat my eggs and toast. Uh, 736, I'm asked to leave and never come back. Uh, 736 and 1 8, I ask for a Bloody Mary to go. 737, I ride out of the parking lot right past the sheriff as they pull in. 737 to 958, this is where it got a little better. I take every back road known to man until I hit this little town called Duet, which is along the stretch of uh, State Route 62. It's in the middle of, middle of nowhere. Uh, 959, I ask for the men's room key. 10 o'clock, I open the men's room door. 10 o'clock and 1 10th, I close the door and pee out by the propane tank instead. Uh, 10.03, because I really had to go, I give the key back and I tell the owner he should be ashamed of himself at the condition of that bathroom. Uh, 10.04, owner curses me out in Spanish and points at the door. I assume he wanted me to leave. 10.05 to 11.55, uh, took the long way around, ended up in this tavern in uh, Zephyr Hills. Uh, you might know that uh, name. They're known for their spring water. You probably pay a ridiculous amount of money in the store to get it, but it usually just comes out of your faucet the same. 11.56, I throw down 30 bucks and order pitchers of beer and a burger. Uh, 11.57, I stare at this weird design in the wall that looks oddly like Jay Leno's chin. Uh, at 12.48, uh, finally somebody stood in front of that spot and kind of distracted me. That ended my view. 12.49, I order more beer. 12.50, I stare at the dartboard. I'm thinking about, eh, maybe I'll play darts. But at 2.23, somebody started playing darts, and so that was too late for me. So I went home, 2.24 to 4.46. All right, I pull in, 4.46. Give the neighbor I hate the fingers, I pull in. Uh, 4.46 and a half. I realized it was the wrong neighbor, and I just flipped off the only neighbor that likes me. Uh, 4.47, I conclude no neighbors like me now. Uh, 4.48 to 5.52, I pet my dogs because they're just thrilled to see me. Uh, 5.53, I plop down in the chair in the man cave. 5.54, pop open a Jack Daniels bottle and just start drinking. Okay, so 5.54. And so, okay, so from 554 to 722. So 722, I 
fight off three foot mosquitoes as they fly out of balls of fire and rainbows that are in my man cave. Now, looking back, that could have been induced by the Jack Daniels. I don't know if that actually happened, but I do remember it happening because I wrote it down. Um, 7.23, get up and stagger outside to go pee. 7.44, I give up trying to find the door. Uh, 7.45, I find an old Snapple bottle. 7.46, one more gulp of Jack. 7.47, I heard a loud gasp. And that was it until the next morning. And I started 3 o'clock. Get up, open fridge, and see some nice cold Snapple lemonade in it. And I... Ooh, it just dawned on me. Okay. Well, I ended it there. That's probably a good place to end it. So... I'm going to report these findings to the shrink. Let me check my time here. Getting there. Uh, I'm going to report them to the shrink and see what he thinks. I mean, I saw nothing out of the ordinary of a given day for me. That's my day. That's what I do. Uh, I don't mind talking to the shrink, but I mean, his repeated attempts to ask me for CAT scans and such are really starting to get annoying. Okay, so I am going to call it a day because I'm, I'm pushing the time. And no, I know I didn't get to a letter. And who called? Saul Rabinowitz, never heard of him. He's whose attorney? The estate of Sherwood Schwartz, suing me. For what? Copyright. He says my new book is based on what? Oh, forget it. I just, I, I've had about enough today, seriously. Uh, yes, I know how many drinks I've had. Nor do I pay you to count them, mother. Okay. As I said, I'm calling it a day. If you want your question read on the air, even though I didn't get to one today, just PM me at my website, and I will really try a little harder next week, okay? I, I, I apologize again. I just bloviated too much. Uh, please hit like on my Life Behind Bars series Facebook page, my website, www.dutchmanalston.com. Hit like on Biker Life Radio and Chuck and Deb's show. There's two different pages there. We are not going to Leesburg due to this ridiculous COVID-19. I actually heard one guy the other day say, oh, that's every man's dream, 19 and spreads easily. I'm like, seriously, right? Really? You know, I, 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 I heard on the radio that people are saying, don't go to the gym anymore. Well, I'm doing my part, apparently. So, Okay, until next week, folks, remember, whiskey and cheap kinky sex won't bring you true happiness. But I'm telling you, Neither does milk or watching The View, so you decide. And from my insane brain to your ears, this is Yabba Dabba Dutch signing off. Hi, Writer Coach Deb here. Just wanted to take a quick minute and share with you something that I have found that is a phenomenal safety item that every writer that rides with a helmet will want to have for their own safety and protection on the road. It's called the InView Wireless Brake and Turn Signal Light. It's designed to attach to your helmet, as I mentioned, and it syncs up directly with your brake lights and turn signals so that the car drivers that just seem to miss the signals that we put on will now be able to see it because it's right at eye level on your helmet. They're designed with ultra bright LEDs. As I mentioned, it is programmable and it works in conjunction with your brake lights and turn signals from the motorcycle. It's very easy to install and simple to use. So if you would like to find out more and get information about the InView, be sure and visit chucknndebshow.com forward slash InView and in the ordering process, put in coupon code BIKERLIFE. Again, chucknndebshow.com forward slash InView and utilize 
utilize coupon code BIKERLIFE to get a great discount on the InView. All right, well, there you have it. Another episode of Raw and Unapologetic by Dutch Van Austin, who we all know uh, needs, you know, is very fragile and needs some psychological help, as he indicated on that show. He really is truly a very fragile individual in real life, and you'll see that once you meet him. He's a very, very fragile man isn't he dead i'd call him a delicate flower oh really (laughs) you know you know i might have to agree with you there (laughs) he's he's kind of tender that way and just tender oh he's your tenderoni is he (laughs) dutch you're a tenderoni hope that makes you feel good oh goodness you poor little dude you you know you've been spending way too much time with that psychiatrist or is a psychologist i don't know psychiatrist right he did say that it's a psychiatrist so the psychiatrist made him write down all that stuff that's nuts i know but but, But no dutch is nuts what what was his what was his outcome of that is what i wonder you know okay so you did it and great so what was what was the result i want to know well it was obvious in what he was talking about so go back and listen to him (laughs) well i know dutch is very fragile (laughs) i think i think we got that part right off the beginning he's very 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 tender like you said a tenderoni tender guy very fragile (laughs) i think we're gonna put that on his vest tenderoni (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well that's what he gets for not being here but he yeah. wasn't really invited to stay with us today because no. because of uh the same reason we're not going to leesburg, leesburg that's right is because so. uh the coronavirus is hitting everywhere it's going to ramp it things are really sad and what's happening life is really turned upside down you know for us because the thing of it is is even you know it started even last weekend when we were going to go to Daytona for bike week. We got the notica- notification that that was canceled. And then next thing you know, is that it, uh, you know, we talked to a few people there that we were going to connect with and they were still there and things were still going. So it's been a little bit of a uh, mixed bag as far as what's happening, what's going on and and all that fun stuff. All right, Deb, I've got to remind you, folks, we've got new equipment. We're excited about the new equipment. We're hoping that we've got some new mics that we're checking out. Deb, you've got to stay right in front of the mic, okay? Okay. Because you go to the side just a little bit. I can't hear you. It's not like other mics. Uh, These things don't appear to be dynamic like those were. So just please... For the, for, for the sake of our listeners, Deb. Okay, I'll do it. I'm here. I'm for you. You know, people want to hear you. They really don't want to hear me. So well, they want to hear Dutch and all that kind of thing. Let's, let's hear it for Deb. Wait, I thought it was going to be the cheers, the clap. That's laughing. That's not funny. <laughs> I think they're laughing at me, so don't worry about it. Oh, gosh. Those poor people. (laughs) I don't know who they are, but they they showed up in the background nonetheless. (laughs) So as we were talking, you know, it's just hit. The coronavirus has really started out. And a lot of things have been happening uh, around the world, around the globe, of course, but more so here in the states that have been taking place. And Deb looks like she's, are you okay, Deb? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Is the coronavirus hitting? I have, something's hitting, but it's not. Are you going to be able to survive this show? I am. I mean, are you going to be able to run out? Because we're quite serious here, folks. Actually, starting Saturday, uh, Deb and I started uh, having some uh, illnesses. We started having it was sort of like the stomach flu. It started off as like the stomach flu, and uh, really fatigued. Fatigue. Really, just didn't feel like doing anything. It was hard to really move and force ourselves to do the things that we needed to do, and just out and out just 
just didn't feel good. Stomach issues, diarrhea. I'm glad you guys wanted to know that. I know. On that's the air. Not, that's like Do I have to beep that or something? Taboo words, yeah. Well, it's like TMI, right? But here we are. Let's talk about this because, you know, it's the coronavirus. Yes. You know, I'm not saying that we have the coronavirus. It's a very good possibility because Deb made me to go to podcast. Podfest. With, Let's get it right. Pod one of these days I might fest. get it right. Podfest. Yes. Because we do a podcast, but it's Podfest is where right. we went. Yeah, it was a festival of podcasts. And there was over 2,000 people there. Yeah. And and I was a little bit concerned when I was there. I actually, you know, was concerned. I told Deb I didn't want to go. So if, if I, if I, if, it's, if this becomes the Deb show, you'll know why. Yeah, you said a little bit concerned. No, you were extremely concerned. It wasn't a little bit of anything. It's, it was extremely. And once we got there, I totally agreed with you because the way that it works uh, worked in that particular conference area. They had it set up so that we were in really confined spaces and down narrow hallways and people were packed in there. So it was in, everybody was in really, you know, it was really small rooms. And so it was just confined spaces with lots of people that couldn't fit. Especially that one hallway. One hallway. They, they had a hallway. Everybody was packed into it. And then the rooms, I think it only fit maybe 50 people. Somebody yep. might be said more. Yeah. But it was packed and you're sitting side by side next to somebody. Right. Shoulder and, to shoulder. And these are people that flew in from around the world. Right, to attend PodFest. So there's a good possibility, you know. Right, we did. Not that we want to have the coronavirus, because I darn sure don't want to. I didn't want to get sick whatsoever. But uh, prior to this happening, right right after we got back from PodCast. PodFest. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm going to get it down right, Deb. You know me. I'm worrying. Yeah. Uh, but we ordered some things that uh, hopefully will help with our immune system. So we did get some things like that and take care of some of those things that were important. Correct. Absolutely right. So so with all that's going on, it's sort of crazy. Uh, just uh, yesterday, the state of Florida announced that it was shutting down the bars and the restaurants uh, for 30 days. Is that correct? I, is that the way yes. it read? Yes. Because I haven't had a chance to really read it at this point. 30 days was the big announcement. So yes, 30 days bars and uh, restaurants are reduced to 50% capacity and they have to do spreading out of the tables as they seat them so because i don't really want to spread any misinformation just because we're simply not all that knowledgeable on i know that saint pete uh, before this happened they actually um they closed the bars like at nine o'clock Right, they reduce the hours. Yeah. Correct, yes. And so, so, but it's been going on across the all of the United States. I mean, I guess the president had a, a, a state of emergency. Is that what it is, or national emergency? Declared a national emergency where they're going to issue eighty-five billion dollars in funds to help out with different situations. And so, we're in for the ride of our lives, folks. And I know that a lot of people didn't take this quite seriously. It's beginning to get real serious, real fast. And we do some other things outside of the radio show and we actually got the people that we work with and work for we got them prepared far in advance of anything that was coming out did we not deb yes and kudos to you you just you oft many times have a foresight of these things and so you just knew in your gut that there was some action that needed to be taken and so you voiced that and and wonderful that they agreed that the action needed to be taken and again a quick adjustment was made in different settings and again trying to get that crowd control under control so that people weren't you know gathering and again it it was potentially going to impact a a large group that's the high risk 
group. And so we just, right. you know, again, trying to be conscientious of those age groups and those um, focal person points and knowing that they had activities going on, trying to kind of diminish any of that stuff that could be Yeah, could it's about getting it flattened out here because uh, if what's going on is we don't, you know, right now they really have no idea, folks. That's what a lot of people seems like to me don't understand. And that's why you say about my foresight, basically I do sometimes have gifts. I really do. I'm, I'm blessed with some insights that I don't ask for that I truly believe come from a source greater than myself. Uh, and then other times I also use... Um, just common sense and I look at the situations and I lay it out and I think about it and I think something's coming out of China China is not going to be honest with us we don't know how long this has been going on in China we don't really have any clear-cut data so to speak people don't that need to make decisions they're just so called now just now in getting it uh, so there's a lot going on that's behind this so when you have something that's not so clear about really what's happening and really from the nation that it's coming from that you you can't expect to get the truth out of China if you ask me. Well, and the other thing of it, we didn't have an accurate way to test and we didn't have and we still don't have an accurate way to cure it. it. So, you there's know, there's no cure. Yeah, that's at right. This point. So there's this it may you not know, be. There's a there was a real gray area until just recently I think things are starting to come together. Really? You're serious? You think things are really starting to come together? In what way? Well, piece by piece. It's like piece lo- by piece what? local governments are kind of putting action plans well, in different. place yeah. and, you know, finding areas and putting phone numbers together so sure. people that have symptoms can call and get well, tests a- and things like that. So, you know, slowly, 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 but surely. Well, that's exactly what they needed to be doing. And my actually forecast was they were, they were going to shut down the country. Right. And Just like they have done in Italy. Mm-hmm. Okay. They shut down it, and we got a good friend, Leon Giuseppe. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah, good friend on Facebook. He's, he, it's interesting because I see him on Facebook, Deb. He's riding his motorcycle or he's walking, and everywhere he goes, there's no people in his photos. He went to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and there's nobody there. It's, he's all by himself. Well, I thought they were. I can't were... believe he's even out in it, but, you know, hey, he's not going to get infected because nobody's around, right? That's right. Plenty of distance there. So, But I thought that they were going to arrest or ticket or find well, something. Well, apparently they can't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> his motorcycle's too fast, I guess. Matter of fact, the guy loves to ride so much, he did a video the other day of him riding his motorcycle at this really short garage. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> that's you hilarious. go, Leone. Yeah, that's right. Leone There's... Giuseppe. Oh, now that's not an Italian name, huh? <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that's all good. But, you know, it's a lot of a lot of strange things happening. Uh, and But they're, they are. They're working to flatten the spread. And that's what's going to be important. Here's what I want to say to everybody that's listening. Because to me, I believe this is significant. I believe it's very important because what's going to happen by all the actions that are being taken, and if everybody takes these actions seriously, then what's going to happen in a, and I don't know what time, but what's going to happen when all this stuff mellows out, everybody is going to go, oh, it was nothing. See, I it was knew no it. big deal. You guys made a big deal on it. You ran to get toilet paper. I mean, I'm not sticking up for the toilet paper people. We'll talk about that <laughs> in a minute. You ran to get toilet paper. You ran to do this. You ran to do that. You know, and we're. Not, I'm not condoning that. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of people didn't take this really entirely seriously, and a lot of you still have not. Correct. A lot of you think you are invincible. A lot of you think you don't look like you. Well, that's, <laughs> De- delegate. That, that's and, right. And we know that Dutch is that way. All right, then that's fine. I understand it. I get it. You know, some some people are that way. I'm not that way. But here's my concern. 
is that when all this comes through and all the work that everybody's done, the states, the government, and everything's done to take these special accounts into place and these measures that are needed to flatten out the spread, that people are going to say, oh, it was nothing. And then when the next one comes, they're going to be like a hurricane. It's like no big deal sometimes. And people are, are just not going to be afraid again. The thing is that people need to understand, and yes, I'm on a rant here, is that the spread, by flattening out the spread, and by taking the measures that are being taken now, more than likely, that is what is going to prevent. Well, it's already an epidemic. It's already a pandemic. It's going to prevent from that from escalating any further and for it to lasting any longer. So as we move into spring and then into summer, this thing should be gone completely. But don't think it was gone simply because it just was it, never going to be anything to begin with. Right, it didn't have Listen, any power. Never in the history of the world, as we know it, has any country shut down. Never in the history of anything that's gone on with the the local government shutting down things like this have ever happened in a situation like this. This is world history in the making. So is it serious? You're damn right it's serious. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I, I do love the fact that you equated it to hurricane season because many times here in our local area, in our state, statewide, it doesn't, a hurricane, we're threatened by it. It doesn't come. It hits somewhere else. You know, in our local area, we go, oh, okay, we were spared. There was no big deal. And then year after year, when you don't get hit with a hurricane and or even a close call, we very quickly diminish it as, oh, hurricane season's not as big of a deal. And we stop the preparing and we stop working towards the solution and making sure that we're taking care of the things we need to take care of. You, if you know something happens right and you know it's simply because we have a the vortex is out there right off sarasota at uh siesta key right or what some people say the indian burial burial grounds out there are protecting us right All right we did we have been lucky We've been here how long? How long we've we lived here? Over 20 Over years? Over 20 years. And I know Fort DeSoto's got some but stories, we've, too. We've had some close, close calls. Yes, absolutely Fort right. De, Fort DeSoto, huh? Yeah, Fort DeSoto's got stories, I think, of it of being a, a certain place. Have you been with Tenderoni again? No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but, you know, the thing of it is, is we do become complacent. We get comfortable. We feel that we don't have to do the preparation because it hasn't hit us yet. Well, and I think that that's the, 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 the history. I, I think that's the important part of it all. Well, also the important part of it all is is that the media has played a significant part in this. And I want to say on both sides. On both sides, I was going to say that, right? yes. Because you got one side that's hysterical, panicking, causing panic and possible hysteria. And then you've got the other side, oh, don't worry about it, you know, so to speak, everything's under control. When there is a, something in the middle, the truth is there's something in the middle. Right. So if you got two things being said, the truth is going to lie somewhere in the middle. So you got to make a decision for yourself. See, that's, you know, this could be a different show that I could have all together. It's about you got to think for yourself. Right. And I, like I know Dutch, I appreciate Dutch. Dutch thinks for himself. Yes, he does. Dutch thinks I'm a survivor. Guess what? He's going to survive, right? Correct. All yes. right. If in his head he's going to believe he's a survivor, he's going to survive. Yeah. Yes. But not all of us have that. So we have to use our own instincts, our own ability, our own intuition. Intuition, yep. And we've got to make the right decisions based on what's right for us yes. in these situations. And you've just got to have a clear picture. This is why it's important to at least have just a small touch about what's going on. And I, I feel bad that I'm saying this, but you got to have a, a small touch of what's going on in the world mm -hmm. because I, I don't spend all that much time on it. I might spend sometimes, depending on what's going on, maybe in an hour on current events. 
Right. Okay. I do not read a local newspaper. No, or the, watch local news. The reason I don't read a, a local newspaper is because I local news I don't watch either. Right. Uh, I know a lot of you do. Hey, that's more power to you. But the reason I stopped watching and stopped reading is because I don't like the negative. It's all negative to me. Right. And I don't need any more negativity in my life than already exists. I mean, just look at poor Dutch. He's so fragile. I know. Delicate, I keep talking about Dutch. I wish he was here. The only reason I'm talking about him is because he's not here. Yeah, and he's far enough away that he's not going to punch you. Anyway, so anyway, I, I'm, I'm ranting and raving, but to be quite honest and serious about this, I'm just hoping and praying that uh, that this doesn't get any worse and that the actions, the proactive actions that are being taken now are going to make a significant difference with folks when they do. Please do not take for granted that it was actions, actions that made this possible. Right. You may not believe it. You may not know it, but you need to really pay attention and know that actions, taking the appropriate proactive actions, probably have made a difference. And that's what we did with what we had to do and the positions that we held in order to protect a lot of people within a specific community. Right. And that's the way I looked at it is I have a job, a duty to protect those people. Now, I can look bad by doing the things that I did and or the board because it's basically it wasn't necessarily my decision, you know, but we could look bad. They could look bad. Everybody could look bad. The government could look bad. But in the end, they have to there has to be decisions made. Well, and in my thought process is what harm was done by making the decisions we made. Okay, so we didn't have you do a get together for St. Patrick's Day. That's really the only loss if you look at it that way, based on the decision that was made. Better safe than sorry. That's right. And so the hindsight 2020, can you really say that there was a loss in the decision making? No, I would say but, no. But there is going to be a loss. There's going to be an economic loss. Right. But uh, one of our friends posted something on Facebook. He's worried about his 401k. Right. And another one of our friends told us his girlfriend lost $30,000 in their 401k. And that's an unfortunate situation where the friend on Facebook, you know, in six months, there is history that proves that within six months, of this getting rectified you'll probably be better off just as good if, if not better off by then right so assuming that all things go but history proves that you'll be better off in around six months yep so i hate hate to cut you off if you're done with your soapbox but we've got to take a quick oh, break man. over 16 million people now have concealed carry permits and what they don't have is a holster introducing the renegade gear waste holster this concealed holster might be the last one you ever need Concealed carriers need at least one good waste holster in their arsenal. Unfortunately most of them make you sweat or slip as you move around. Even worse, they are uncomfortable for sitting for long periods of time. You and your biker friends won't notice you're wearing this holster. Get yours now go to chuckanddebshow.com holster. This holster will keep your weapon concealed. Your weapon will be concealed easily underneath your shirt. Many other holsters make the weapon protrude from your body so much that the weapon can get caught on seat belts or chairs. Not this one. Now you can carry your weapon comfortably anytime, anywhere without raising the suspicion of friends, co-workers or family members. You'll probably forget you're wearing it. This holster was designed with comfort in mind this is hands down the most comfortable concealed holster on the market. We tested over 17 different models and found that this was the only one that was comfortable to wear all day and easy to access. The military-grade Velcro ensures your weapon won't slip into view or end up down around your belt line, all the while wicking away sweat from your body. Even bigger folks with bellies will love this holster. Special priced for the Chuck and Deb Show listeners, pick it up now for only $9.97. Yes, that's right, only $9.97. Go to chuckanddebshow.com holster to get yours right now before they are gone. 
right or left hand drawer, front or back carry, you can do it all with this holster this is hands down the most comfortable concealed holster on the market. Plus you can just slide the holster around your waist without undoing the velcro so you can adjust it as needed without revealing your carrying. The gun strap will ensure your weapon doesn't fall out and the extra pocket is perfect for an extra magazine or a cell phone and wallet. And it comes with a no slip quick draw lifetime guarantee. If you are unsatisfied for any reason we'll replace it or refund your money. No questions asked, for the lifetime of the product, your satisfaction is guaranteed with Renegade Gear's lifetime warranty. Get yours for only $9.97 at chuckanddebshow.com slash holster. Here's why you need this concealed holster. Its breathable, flexible, ultra-comfortable neoprene design allows you to move freely without sweating and chafing underneath. Fits a wide range of weapon sizes, from 38 snub nose up to 45. Retrieve your concealed weapon in 7 seconds with fast detaching but secure thumb-released velcro strap. Undetectable with loose-fitting shirts. Holster won't slide down thanks to its unique, form-fitting, neoprene waist and ultra-strong, military-grade velcro. Ambidextrous for left or right hand draw. Includes an extra pouch for an extra magazine, knife, or pepper spray. It comes with our lifetime 100% satisfaction guarantee. Take action now while they are still in stock and get two concealed waist holsters for just $7.49 each but you must ACT now. Visit chuckendebshow.com forward slash holster again that's chuckendebshow.com forward slash holster. You'll be glad you did. Okay, so a couple of things that have been impacted that we also want to make sure we mention. We were, as I talked about earlier, you know, we were heading to Daytona on Saturday, and sure enough, they pulled permits was the word on the street. That's what they. That's right. All the vendors got their permits pulled, and like I said, many friends were still there. People we were going to meet were still there, doing their had their booths and things, and so you know we did just chose not to go. Um, Also, Leesburg. Well, we chose not to go, but they they canceled the races we were going to go see. Correct. So there was no reason to go. we can't go see the races. We could have went out and partied and everything, but you know, we've been there, done that. Right. And the, and the interesting thing about the races is they were going to still run the races without fans. I thought that was interesting is not, you know, to do that without fans. Um, the other thing, you know, Leesburg has been canceled, most motorcycle events, and also, of course, bike night. Uh, tomorrow night with West Coast Florida Riders, they did a great job of canceling that. Was canceling a great decision that. Making I, on that. I, I totally agree. And so all of the local events have really just kind of shut down. And um, you know, kudos to them to doing the wise thing for the community and and all. You of know, that. folks, this is the wise thing to do. And here's the thing, you know, and you've probably heard it on the news and that. You know, you don't know if you're infected. Honestly, Deb and I do not know if we're infected. We're sick. All right. right? Now, is the responsible thing to go hang out with you guys? The answer is no. No. Because, I mean, you could be six and maybe we don't infect you, um, but maybe you're not. And we do infect you. Right. And that's my responsibility not to infect you. It's just like not going to work sick. Because when you go to work sick, you bring everybody else. Everybody else gets sick. So stay at home a couple of days. Right. You know, don't take sick days just for because you got hangovers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only speak from experience. Oh, well. Anyway, you know, be responsible. The whole the whole decision here, the whole this whole process is about individuals being responsible for themselves in order to protect others. Right, you, and themselves too, and them yourselves. Because right. even if you don't have it, some the thing is is you don't know if you have it. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows really. Uh, what the incubation period on this is it's anywhere between i think if i read it right uh, uh right 14 days 
There are some outliers in that. So you could be running around without any symptoms, infecting everybody else. So that's why this is so very important that our people, that are the governments, the local authorities are taking the actions that they're taking. We encourage you to take it seriously. We know there's a lot of memes, a lot of great stuff out there that making jokes about stuff. And, uh, but the one thing I think is important is, you know, you don't go from feeling great to feeling ill from the stories that I've read from those that have experienced it. So it's a gradual process of, you know, you start to feel lousy and you might just minimize it. You know, the thing of it is, is, you know, we're great at saying, oh, well, I just had a tough day or a tough week. And so, you know, we minimize some of the basic effects that we're getting, you know, initially, and then all of a sudden it hits hard and heavy. So again, we're, we're being sensitive to the fact that we're just not feeling quite right. And we're taking that responsibility to kind of keep our distance and make sure that we do the responsible thing for us. Well, I, I know else. that for a fact, Dutch gave it to me. I know I said that it was the pod fest that gave it to me yeah but dutch actually was in the studio last week and i'm certain that uh you know the person he lives with is a, a health par- healthcare professional so i'm really holding a grudge against dutch right now right, so between, let's move huh? yeah between the two of them we've got it <laughs> so let's move on oh, uh, matter of fact she shared her tater tots with me one day and i i've been freaking out ever since <laughs> anyway so we're just wanting each and every one of you listeners to be safe Do the very best you can for yourself to be safe and for those people around you to be safe. So let's move on, Deb, before I, you know, really bring negativity to the show. Okay. (laughs) Moving on then. Shifting gears into high gear. We've got some thank yous we want to give shout out to as uh, Lot Fee Swee has been very active on our Facebook page, commenting, liking. Shout out. Yep. um, Will and I'm going to totally probably sabotage these names, which I am so hey, sorry we're just ahead trying. of time. Um, Michelle Barkas, I can't wait to talk to her. We're going to get her on the show. We're going to talk about some Biker Life ladies content. And so I'm super stoked about that and excited. Um, also, Chris Coyle and Tammy Goss. So, you know, thank you guys for all your activity on the Facebook page, being part of Biker Life Group, which is Biker Life Network, Biker Life Life. And uh, we thank you for your participation and engagement with us. So pass it on, share it with your friends. We love it. We do appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you all who have become active. You just really make this so much easier and so much better for us. Uh, It's why we keep going. We don't do this necessarily for us. We do it for you. Of course, we do enjoy what we do, and we want to continue to do it, but we need your help and support in order to do it. So thank you all so very much. We really do appreciate it. So where are we headed now, Deb? Because I can go all over the place. All right. Take us take us on a curve, man. Oh, really? Yep, well, we were in. talking about the coronavirus and toilet paper. <laughs> oh, gosh. There's such a thing, uh, just real quick, there's such a thing out there. It's called a bidet. Yes. And actually, a lot of people have said that, uh, you know, toilet paper is like archaic, man. Like if you're using toilet paper, you got some issues. It's old school stuff. Yeah, no, no TP. I've never. So <laughs> you should be using a, a butt buddy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And if you want a butt buddy, you can go out to the com forward slash butt buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I better put that up you just better. in case. Just I didn't in think case. about it till yeah. now. But no, there is really a, a bidet that you could actually add to your, to your toilet that would help out. I can't believe we're talking about <laughs> this. <laughs> but it is just sort of funny. It is and they, funny. they also have, uh, because of the toilet paper thing, you know? Right. People, you run across things in different ways to handle things. Uh, so they also have travel bidets. Ooh. So, but we've, we've, well, I'm not going to say what we've done on the air. Well, we've ordered a bidet. Okay. Yes, we, we ordered have ordered one just now. I mean, you've said it online on uh, Facebook, so everybody knows anyway, yeah. on your personal page. 
But nice. yeah, so we're going to give it a try. I mean, let's find out. It might be something that uh, all of us need to start switch over to because that's what's going to happen. As a result of this, we may never shake hands again. That's true. That's there's a good, a good possibility. Yeah. Mm. It might be just bike bumps. Yeah, <laughs> bike bumps. Biker bumps. Right? <laughs> you know what's we might funny? Just be doing fist bumps. What's funny about the bidet is I had posted something, and then I had a friend that said her husband a few weeks ago had bought a bidet for their house as well, and was just raving excited about the bidet coming in and installing it in the home. And so I thought that was hilarious. I'm going to be sitting on the john quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you know the thing. Of it is, we're we're really gross. I'm grossing people out today. Yeah. Aren't I? <laughs> There's also a but um, a butt buddy duo. <laughs> in case you wanted to know, yeah. so the butt buddy duo, just to differentiate the two, oh my is goodness, to here assist we go. with men and women. So if you have a household that has both genders, but, then you know what it can sprinkle and tinkle both sides. <laughs> sprinkle and tinkle, I love it. Hey, but check it out. Listen, that's great. But check this out. We went to order it, and the darn thing is what? We're not going to get this thing until May. May. It's it, look, Tell me it's not popular. So Even the travel ones. You were behind. Little portable bidets. You were behind on that one. When all the toilet paper stories were going and the shelves were empty, you should have been online ordering. That's where I dropped the ball. I know. I'm so disappointed well, I didn't know. in you. I just, sometimes you don't think of everything, Deb. It's not like I can handle everything. you got to do something. I, I do quite a bit. So I've done a lot of the shopping, grocery shopping, man. So come on. We, we both work together and we make it work. So All right. that's so the we're, bidet. We're, we're really in. probably getting down low on time here. So I, so I just want to real quickly mention that next week, Deb, is our 52nd episode on the podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Now, last week was our, was it last week or the week before? Anyway. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we had our first anniversary on the radio. The reason the podcast are separately, because we had situations that were beyond our control that uh, represented a lot of technical difficulties and of as the we mind mentioned, and equipment. And as we mentioned, the first radio show was not recorded, so we didn't have the ability to really podcast I that wish out. I it would have been. Um, so, yeah, there was a couple of week delay in the process of going radio live so, to podcast. So we haven't lives. figured it out yet, but we should do some celebration on the 52nd episode. Yes. So stay tuned for that, folks. Absolutely. And then uh, I want to mention, if the show does happen to sound a little bit different, it's because when we went to PodFest, we actually invested in some really cool equipment. <laughs> Wait, what, why are they I laughing? Know. You keep laughing. You keep having everyone laugh They're at laughing. us. I know. But, you know, the, we got all these cool things <laughs> that I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. And uh, it's all about what we have here. But there's a bird tweeting. Look at the bird. The bird got away. I know. Anyway, I wish it could be better at this. I am better at it. Welcome, everybody, to the Chucky and Deb Show on Biker Live Radio. Well, wasn't that a load of fun? Let's hear it, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting Glad us. Glad to have Thanks you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, listen, that was one thing. So, new equipment. It's going to get better. The show's going to get better. We're going to have lots of interviews, a lot of cool ways. You guys will be able to call in. You guys will be able to call in on a number. You'll be able to uh, actually 
get on Podbean live and call us. All that's going to happen at once. We've got all the technology figured out. So it's going to be a really, really cool thing. So you want to make sure you stay tuned. The other thing, Deb, is uh, well, let's wrap this up with our ride the other day. We went for a ride uh, Saturday, like we said. We were sick. We were ill. And then Sunday, it was like, oh, we felt a little bit better. Right. And, and uh, we pushed ourselves later in the afternoon and we went for a ride. Yes, we did. And thank you so much for leading that ride. Because to me, it was an amazing ride of riding. It really was. Wide variety, right? It was. Yeah. We had a little bit of city. We went through town a little bit. Then we jumped off of town and went out, you know, in, in all, we went out in the country. Oh, the coolest thing ever. <laughs> you were up close and personal yes. to a wildlife. It was the most awesome thing. And that's why I want to make sure I covered it. I've had two incidents in my life that really were substantial with critters animals um the first was in arizona oh years ago years ago i was lost the sun was setting i was heading back to colorado and i was i just had i was flying on my motorcycle nobody was on these roads out in these hills on the back country uh in arizona so i was coming around and i was flying like i do and there was a moose standing in the middle of the road looking at me mm. and this moose was huge it was huge i'm not kidding his antlers were so big and i just sat there i was able to stop thank goodness right yeah and i just sat there and we just connected and it was the most i don't know what you could say spiritual experience really it was just really a trip just me and this moose out of the middle of nowhere there was no cars nobody came by at the time and uh, it was just uh, quite the experience. So the other day, when you and I were out, yes. Um, so we're riding along. So this is the second best experience. And I think this is cool part of the story because we had passed the turnoff, and you yes. realized it. And when you well, we, we did a turnaround on that highway, and I knew why you were turning around. But I wasn't sure I was even getting the right road. But go ahead. Yeah, but I I knew after we passed it, I'm like, why we're turning around? I know where he wants to go. So he wants to head up this this back road that no one's ever on, and it's just a cool little straight road it's got some twisties to it too but it, you know it's a cool road to go on so right. and so here we are we're flying i'm probably going over the speed limit as usual yeah but i'm cruising i'm doing real good all of a sudden it this thing darts out yes out on the right side of the road and as i'm riding i mean it, and this thing is flying i mean it was flying was it not dead it, it i mean was, it's it's it like was. moving faster than I, I actually i i'll bet you anything was going as fast as i was on the motorcycle i know that's weird to say but that's the way it seemed right so what i had to do is i had to veer off into the right of the lane i was on the left part of the lane right so i had to veer off to the right outside part of the lane is that what people say yeah that's what i'll call it to the inside and lane. if i would not have done that i would have hit this animal Yes. And I saw And it would have been horrible. I thought about it this morning as I was waking up. Imagine if that was that animal was a little bit later. Right. And actually I was thinking, I was wondering, and I, I'm I'm wondering, did this animal actually want to get me? Did the animal think about it? <laughs> She's looking at me funny. Think <laughs> about it a second. Because if I would have kept going straight, so the animal probably did not have its timing down. Because if it had its timing down, it would have jumped right on me and taken me out. I mean, I'm telling you, Or gone right? for a ride. He would have taken me out. <laughs> yeah, it would have taken you out. So it, what we're talking about is a Florida bobcat. Right. 
And this thing was not a small bobcat. No, not at all. It was hauling. And it was flying. I mean, I think the spread when it was leaping, when it was, you know, running, yes. was at least five foot. It, it was long. And I saw it come from the actual bushes on the side of the road. And so I eased off the throttle immediately. And all, all I could see since you were in front of me is, you know, please see it in time to slow down, to do something, to get out of the way. Because he could have very easily, the right, wrong what? time, but either one of us that's could have been I'm, out. That's so. what I'm saying. I'll bet you wanted to eat me. <laughs> you know, there's a cat. Think about it. A cat might see a mouse. I might look like a mouse to that cat. I don't know. It's a giant bobcat. It's a cat. Although you're allergic to them, they love you. <laughs> they do and love I think me. it was just wanting to come up and hug you. Well, that would have been cool. Yeah. I, I, I actually worried about it afterwards. I'm like, where did it go? Because there's barbed wire fence on the other side. You ever think about that? I did. And so it I was probably like, where jumped did it right go? over it because it was But there's some bushes so in the barbed wire fence. It's like, you know, where did that poor thing go? Because, yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, that was one of the coolest things. It was, it was crazy. It was, thank goodness, that I was paying attention. That's why you can pay attention to what's in front of you, right? Always pay attention. You know, because that was a split second. It that was, was a split second. Mm-hmm. It was well, uh, maybe a second. No, that may be two. By the time I saw I it come know. out, by the time I saw it come out, it probably was two seconds. By the time it crossed both but lanes in the road, but two seconds is fast. That's fast, fast when fast, you're going folks. 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, yep. actually, I think we're going a little bit faster okay. than that. But but and that 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 was just amazing. It was it was a beautiful sight to see. At the same time, it was uh, it was exhilarating because after you know you got past what the heck was this jumping out in front of me, right? And then it zoomed by, and it was just like oh, that was just neat thing way too close that was a great ride we did do a lot it was a lot i'm glad you enjoyed it you never told me she didn't thank me you know we got home but i guess she's thanking me now on the radio and i was thanking you in my head because i kept saying you know thanks for leading sometimes it's nice to just be in the back and be the passenger that's where i usually like to be in the back but just following along and riding enjoying the ride and just doing what we do and we went actually 100 miles we we i mean i know that doesn't sound like a lot to to you folks uh but we went uh over 100 miles actually that day and so it was just good we just got out got some wind therapy it helped probably helped us uh, overcome the coronavirus. Yes. So, so uh, wind therapy cures coronavirus. Yep. And you it heard it right here. And social distancing, boy, we were nef- not around hanging out with anybody. That's so just right. on the road, didn't stop, just had a great time riding. So do thank you. I do want to thank you for leading that great ride. It was. You can thank me later after we get off the show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just need a you know okay a kiss. Uh, okay, so a little bit of non-social distancing. So yeah. Oh, we, we can, can't do that. That's no, right. I don't want to get you, you sick keep either. Distance. Baby. Yep. yep. Keep keep our distance. All right. Well, I just want to um, thank all of our listeners for tuning in because I know we all have a lot going on with all of the stuff that's happening with the coronavirus and, you know, our lives have kind of been turned upside down. We're trying to make sense of it and figure out what to do to keep our friends and family safe and happy and healthy. But please follow us on Biker Life Radio on Facebook. And if you missed any of our segments or any of our shows, you can always catch the podcast at bikerlifepodcast.com. Also, Chuck and Deb show for all the episodes as well. You can also find our Biker Life gear and our Chuck and Deb show gear out there. But also, if you send us an email and or message us on Facebook, we'll be sure and send you out a Biker Life decal for your car. So Actually, please we'll reach send, out to us. We'll send two of them in case you mess up. Okay, there you go. So reach out to us, let us know. We'd love to get your Biker Life um, car decal for you on the wind, on the for your rear windshield, rear windows. Whatever and, uh, works. That's right. So thank you so much. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us. We really appreciate each and every one of you, and we encourage you to stay tuned next week. Take care, everybody. See you soon. You've been listening to Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb, heard each Wednesday afternoon right here on 1490 AM WWPR. 
We thank you for listening and invite you to join us next week. Over 16 million people now have concealed carry permits and what they don't have is a holster. Introducing the Renegade Gear Waste Holster. This concealed holster might be the last one you ever need. Concealed carriers need at least one good waste holster in their arsenal. Unfortunately most of them make you sweat or slip as you move around. Even worse, they are uncomfortable for sitting for long periods of time. You and your biker friends won't notice you're wearing this holster. Get yours now go to chuckanddebshow.com holster. This holster will keep your weapon concealed. Your weapon will be concealed easily underneath your shirt. Many other holsters make the weapon protrude from your body so much that the weapon can get caught on seat belts or chairs. Not this one. Now you can carry your weapon comfortably anytime, anywhere without raising the suspicion of friends, co-workers or family members. You'll probably forget you're wearing it. This holster was designed with comfort in mind this is hands down the most comfortable concealed holster on the market. We tested over 17 different models and found that this was the only one that was comfortable to wear all day and easy to access. The military grade velcro ensures your weapon won't slip into view or end up down around your belt line, all the while wicking away sweat from your body. Even bigger folks with bellies will love this holster. Special priced for the Chuck and Deb show listeners pick it up now for only $9.97. Yes, that's right only $9.97 go to chuckanddebshow.com slash holster to get yours right now before they are gone. Right or left hand draw, front or back carry, you can do it all with this holster this is hands down the most comfortable concealed holster on the market. Plus you can just slide the holster around your waist without undoing the velcro so you can adjust it as needed without revealing your carrying. The gun strap will ensure your weapon doesn't fall out, and the extra pocket is perfect for an extra magazine or a cell phone and wallet. And it comes with a no-slip, quick-draw lifetime guarantee. If you are unsatisfied for any reason we'll replace it or refund your money. Get yours for only $9.97 at chuckanddebshow.com holster.